everyone, Amanda here, and this is Planned, Prepped, and Productive, the podcast where I'm helping you put real food on the table without stress and overwhelm. This is episode 29, how to prepare, freeze, thaw, and reheat your freezer meal prep so it tastes amazing. Two weeks ago, we chatted all about how to get started with freezer cooking. This is a little continuation of that episode to help you dive even further into freezer meal prep. Many people shy away from meal prep because they think it tastes like leftovers. I totally get that, but there are so many ways to maintain the quality of your freezer meal prep that will make them taste fresh and delicious. So I talked a few weeks ago about why freezer cooking is the kitchen productivity hack that you need to get started on right away. I answered lots of questions about what to freeze and how to get started with freezing to help you cook from scratch in a way that's realistic for a growing family. But I knew there would be so many more questions, which is why I felt like an encore post this week would be appropriate. I've been an avid cook for a long time, but for many years, I shied away from meal prep. From I would often hear advice that was something like this. Oh yeah, I just cook a big batch of chicken and a big batch of rice and I eat it all week long. And then I would throw up in my mouth a little. My experience tells me I'm not alone. When I chat about meal prep on social media, I get a lot of questions about quality. Saving time is great, but you all want to enjoy your food. And I get you. I would say that I am a cook first and a meal prepper second. Meaning if the freezer is going to greatly degrade the quality of my food, I'm not using it. The problem is though that many people just aren't taking care of their leftovers or meal prepped foods properly, which causes them to think that they hate leftovers, when that might not actually be the case. This advice is coming from a certified graduate of the Leftovers Anonymous Club, so I know what I'm talking about. Before we get into my solutions and how you can maintain the quality of your meal prep and leftovers, we need to dig into why people hate leftovers so much in the first place. From what I can tell, a distaste for leftovers really comes down to two things. The first is that leftovers are monotonous. Even if you prepared your favorite dish, you will likely be pretty tired of it by day four. The second reason is quality. Many foods don't age well, especially when they're stored in the fridge, and even more especially when they are reheated in the microwave. Meat gets tough, veggies get soggy, flavors meld together in a way that's not desirable. I totally get it. Okay, so now that we know the objections, let's dig into some of the ways we can take care of our freezer meal prep and leftovers so it will actually taste great when it's time to use it and it won't feel like you're eating leftovers at all. We'll be going over the four-step process to freezer meal prep that tastes amazing, starting with the preparation process and ending with reheating. So let's start with prep. Here's how to prepare your foods for the freezer. First, cook your meats properly. Let's face it, when you reheat your chicken or other meat, it's likely going to be a bit more dry when it was the first time. For me, it's worth that small degradation in quality for the fact that I can be eating something homemade, healthy, and not from a package. But what if your chicken was already dry the first time because you overcooked it, which most people do every time? In that case, it probably won't be palatable at all after you've frozen and reheated it. To cook your meat properly, especially chicken, use a meat thermometer. Food safety says to cook chicken to at least 165 degrees, so cook to that temperature and not a second more. Another great way to prep chicken is in the slow cooker because it tends to hold in the freezer a lot better that way. 
and the slow cooker makes really moist, shreddable chicken that won't dry out nearly as much or at all when you reheat it. Another little tip on cooking your chicken is to try cooking it to only 160 and letting it rest. And before I get any haters calling me out on food safety, there's a little thing called carryover cooking. And when you let your meat rest, it will actually continue to cook for a while before reaching its final temperature. So leave that thermometer in and test me out here and watch as the temperature actually makes it to 165, even when you've taken it off the heat. Okay. My second tip is to keep your food separate as much as possible. There are some dishes that freeze great, completely assembled, things like lasagna or chili, but most dishes will reheat so much better if they've been frozen as basic staples instead of as a completed dish. You also want to really consider whether or not it's worth it to freeze your items. For example, you could freeze pasta, and there are instances when I do, for example, if it's mixed into a ziti or a lasagna, but there's really no reason for me to take the 10 minutes to cook pasta, freeze it, thaw it, and eat again. It's just not efficient. But it is worth it for me to freeze meatballs and sauce and then cook pasta fresh that night. The third tip is to know what foods can handle the freezer. Tune in to episode 27, to find out more, but just know that if you freeze your lettuce and expect to eat a salad, you will be sorely disappointed. <laughs> Fourth, if you still can't handle the thought of pre-cooked meat, listen on because you might change your mind later, you can, still me you can still meal prep your meat for the freezer. Try trimming your chicken, marinating it, and then freezing it in individual portions. This will still save you loads of time cooking. Another idea is to pre-bread your chicken or shrimp and cook it straight from frozen this way. So that's all for the first step of the four-step process. That's all for the first step of the four-step process for preparing freezer meal prep. In our second step, we'll talk about how to package your foods for the freezer. The first step here is to package your food very tightly. Squeeze out as much air as possible if you're using a Ziploc bag or even use a vacuum sealer. Second, for some foods, I recommend flash freezing. Flash freezing means that you lay your product that you've cooked out flat on parchment paper, on a sheet pan, or on a plate so that nothing is touching. Let it freeze for two to four hours and then move it into whatever container you've chosen to freeze it in. This process is really useful for things like raw chicken or cooked vegetables so that they don't all freeze together in a giant clump and you can grab out just what you need when you need it. To maintain the quality of your food in the best way, you'll want to freeze in glass or thick plastic containers. Mason jars are really great for this. Freezer bags are also fine for many things, but for foods that you might find less palatable to begin with, maybe cooked chicken, definitely go for glass because it will stop all the other flavors of the freezer from affecting your meal prep. The fourth tip for packaging is to label, 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 label. Labeling and rotating your meal prep will ensure that you eat them while they still taste as good as possible. Put an inventory sheet on your fridge so you know what you have and try to incorporate what's in your freezer into your weekly meal plans. Third, how should you thaw your meal prepped foods after you've gotten them out of the freezer? This is one of the biggest questions I get about freezer meal prep and by far the best way to thaw your meal prepped foods 
is in the refrigerator overnight. This is especially true for any meat products. You can cook your meal prepped foods straight from frozen, but this is much more likely to yield drier meat or a sauce that has dried out. So thawing it overnight in the refrigerator really is your best option. But if you forget, which happens to all of us, you can also run it under cold water before you reheat it to maintain moisture. So start to thaw it out by thawing it under cold water before you reheat it. As a last resort, you can also throw it into whatever you're making, soup or pasta, and reheat it to at least 165 degrees. But this method will have the biggest decrease in quality for your meal prepped food. Okay, so the last step is how do you reheat that thawed food? The biggest takeaway I want to share on this topic of reheating freezer meal prep and leftovers is to avoid the microwave. I'll say it louder for the people in the back, avoid the microwave. Okay, the microwave can work just fine for certain meal prep like pasta sauce, but if there is meat in that dish, do not reheat it in the microwave. In fact, I thought I would be destined to forever hate meal prepped and leftover chicken because of the nasty flavor it gets when it's reheated in the microwave. Nope, turns out it was just the microwave. So if you're not supposed to reheat in the microwave, what should you do? There are lots of options and basically any of them will work that is not the microwave. You can add it straight to what you're cooking and heat it to 165. You can wrap it in tin foil and reheat it in the oven. You can add a little bit of water and saute it in a pan until it's hot. And my last tip for reheating leftovers is to not reheat it at all. This is especially useful for chicken, but you can add cold chicken to a chicken salad or a wrap after it's thawed and enjoy it cold. I hope this four step guide to taking care of your freezer meal prep and leftovers has shown you that you can find ways to meal prep that you like and that maybe your hatred of leftovers has more to do with how you've been taking care of those leftovers than hating leftovers themselves. Thanks so much for tuning in. Next week, I'll be inviting a very special guest to the podcast, aka my sister, to share a real life case study about meal planning and meal prep. She's going to share her system and what she's started doing and how that has changed her life since she started doing it. I'm so excited to hear from her and think you guys will learn a lot as well. Thanks again for tuning in and until next time, happy cooking and happy planning.